0: with the washing of water in the word. I think there's a lot here tonight. And with the help of the Lord, I'm going to talk to you about being the head of the house. Dear Lord, we love you, God, and praise you, Jesus, for your presence and your spirit, asking you, Lord, to touch God and to move. Help me, dear Lord, as I speak your word to your people. And God, I'm going to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Can everyone say amen? Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. You may be seated. Amen. There's a, there's a saying that I have. Uh, if you uh, The concept of the s- string. You can push a string and it bunches up. And you can pull a string and it follows. You can push people and they'll bunch up on you. You can pull them and it follows. Praise God. God has placed men in the family... To be an example of how things should be done. Some men don't seem to be very good examples and so they revert to force. But that's never been the will of God. God wants men to be examples. It bothers me when a man or a woman misuses the scripture to uh, drive someone to do something that they want them to do for their own selfish reason. You've heard it said where a man that doesn't understand the scripture fully might have a wife and he'll say to her, the Bible says you've got to obey me. Praise God. And if I tell you to jump up on this table and dance, you've got to obey me. And uh, that really gets to me. When you have men like Jim Jones that will take people and they'll use Scripture for their own selfish reason and their own selfish drive. Praise God. And so I want to talk to you tonight just a, a little bit about the role of a man and the, the role of a woman. Hey, Amen. And you know that, that I just said, I, I hear that at least once a month. I hear a man that will say, Amen. I am the man of my house and God says she needs to obey me. And uh, he, uh, you know, I mean, I hate to say this, but sometimes I'm glad he does. She doesn't obey him. He's way off. Praise God. But anyways, amen. I want to talk to you about uh, that. People use scripture. Now, we have to be careful Because the Bible tells us, God tells us that there's judgment. In Deuteronomy 12 and 32, God tells us that he, man, what things soever I command you, observe to do it. Thou shalt not add thereof, nor diminish it. And of course, you know, Revelations 12 and 18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add to the things, God shall add to him the plagues that are written in the book. If any man shall take away the words of this book, then of prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things that are written in the book. Praise God. And so God has told us that we can't add or we can't take away. Amen. From God's word. Although I see it every day. I see men like Jim Jones that use the word of God, use the desire for people to follow God. And to, to do the things of God. Uh, religions that will take people who are ignorant on the word of God and use them. Even as far as trying to get them to uh, pay money or something for forgivenesses and things of that sort. Praise the Lord. It, it just really, really bothers me. And I understand. I feel there's going to be a special judgment for those kind of people. Praise God. But when you look into the scriptures that I just gave you. There is a lot of misconceptions of what is really going on there. Amen. Because God doesn't want us to go and be lords over God's heritage. 1 Peter 5 and 3 says, Neither as being lords over God's heritage, but examples to the flock. Every leader needs to be an example, not a driver. They need to do. They need to show by doing. Amen. And not by just telling. That very first scripture before God even dealt with the husband and wife. The very first scripture he said unto them, to the husband and to the wife, Submit yourselves therefore one to another in the Lord. Be submissive to one another, praise God. And so when we go back and we look at that scripture tonight, and we go to read it, amen, it would be good for me to ask the men to stick their fingers in their ears, Because these first three verses has nothing to do with you. You have no right to them. You have no right to use them on uh, your wife or whatever. You have no rights. They're not to you. Praise God. They're to the wives. Amen. To take a scripture. The Bible says there's two types of judgments in the Bible. The Bible talks about the kind of judgment to condemn. You're not to judge to condemn. But then the Bible says judge amongst yourself. Is it right or it's wrong? In other words, praise God, you need to judge and say, that's right, that's wrong. But to have a judgment for condemnation. For a man to uh, judge uh, these scriptures for a woman. Praise God. So this is written to a woman. It's not written to a man. Praise the Lord. And it says, "Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. That has nothing to do with me. I don't know. I, don't, I have never used that on my wife. I have never... Called that out to her, praise God. For husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject to Christ, let so the wives be and their husbands in everything. You know, it's kind of humorous. When we was in Bible college, uh, we were down at the cafeteria. And uh, one of the men at the cafeteria said to one of the women said, uh, praise the Lord, he said unto her, he said, you know, the Bible says that men are to be subject to the, to the uh, women are supposed to be subject to the men, and she must have had some knowledge in it, because she looked at him and said, no, it says that the wives are to be subject to their husbands, and that'll never happen with you and me, because I will never marry you, praise God, and the whole place went up a- laughing, amen. Wives need to be subject to their own husbands, that's true. But the part I want to talk to you tonight, for just a little bit, is about the husbands. And the reason I want to talk about the husbands is, or the men, is that they're the leaders. They're the ones that are out front. Praise God. Verse 25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Praise God. God. Christ gave himself for the church. When a husband loves his wife like he should, when a man loves his wife like he should, he will give himself for her. Praise God. Because Christ gave himself to the church. This type of relationship isn't the kind of relationship where he demands from her. He loves her. Praise God, and he gives himself for her. The meaning here is that the husbands are to intend are to imitate Christ. They are to act just like Christ does with them. They're to look at Christ, praise God, and 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 say, This is the way the Lord leads me. This is the way I must lead you. It's like the man. Amen. Who had many, many talents. And he lost those talents. And he went to the master and he said, Master, forsake me of my talents. And the master said, I will. And then he turned to a servant that he had. And he would not do the same. It's the same way with us. Praise God. The graciousness that God gives us. The kindness, the love. Praise God. The charity that God gives us. The life that Christ spent for us, we need to spend for our wives. One of the things that God does is, God accepts you for who you are. You must accept your wife for who she is. Her weaknesses, her strengths. Praise God. We don't, you're not to love them based upon their mental ability. You're not to love them based upon their physical stature. You're to love them because they are your wife. Isn't that what Christ does when he loves the church? Praise God. Amen. He gave himself for it. Praise God. Amen. He gave himself to suffer on the cross to save that church so that we are willing to deny ourselves. Amen. And take up that cross and follow after him. Praise God. It is the duty of the husband to provide the needs for the wife. To attend to her sickness and to go before her in danger. To defend her if she's in trouble and to be ready to die to save her. You see, a man's responsibility, praise God, for his wife and family is their well-being and the most important of all is their salvation. The man of the house ought to make sure that his wife and his children are saved. Now I understand that there comes a time when your child gets to the age to where he is under his own authority and he's under his own responsibility. But as long as he's in your house, it is your responsibility to to watch over them, to watch over your wife, and to make sure that they are saved. Now, a wife, priest, God has her own mind. She can do whatever she wants to, and I understand that, and you can't force her. But on the other hand, you can love and you can pray and you can be the kind of example that she'd want to be. You could live the kind of life That your wife and your children would want the goodness of God in their life. Just like they seize the goodness of God in your life. Praise God. We live in a world where some struggle. And I've I've dealt with this as a pastor. Because they dealt or they struggled over and over and over. Pastor, you don't understand. I didn't have a good father. You don't understand. I didn't have a good dad. My dad was wicked. I've had people that said, I'm not bringing my kids to Father's, Father's Day service on Sunday. Praise God. Because they don't have a father. Or they don't have a good father. And my, my, my mention to them is the fact they may not, but there are other good men in the church that are examples. Praise God. That they can learn by. I don't know why God made the man of the house the example and called himself father praise god in 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 my mind i would think lord you knew there would be some horrible fathers why would you even put your name praise god to that kind of a thing there, there would be good fa- horrible fathers and 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 people would struggle to know you as their father because of a horrible father praise god but God is a good God, and He's the kind of Father that we need to have. He's the kind of Father, praise God, that our children ought to be able to look up to through us. They ought to see, amen, our desire to live for the Lord, our desire to walk for God, our desire to be in the house. Men ought to be the example, amen, of God, of what God should be and what God wants to be. Just like God treats us, we need to turn to treat our wives. God is very patient with me. God doesn't nag me. God doesn't condemn me. God doesn't say bad things to me. Does He? And the Bible says that that is an example of the way I need to be with my wife. Praise God. I'm telling you, if we have revival man, It's going to start out with the men. Praise the Lord. The way that the world has been attacked is the family unit. It is the family unit that's going to cause salvation or relationship with God to go down. It is going to be the family reun- unit that's going to cause our nation to go down. It is the family. It is strong families that build a strong church. It is a strong families that build a strong nation. Praise God. Verse 26 says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water. Amen. By the word, the husband is to channel. Amen. The things of God to his wife and his children. It is his responsibility Praise God to make sure that his home is spiritually run and spiritually taken care of. And the things that go inside the walls of his home, it is his responsibility. Let me just give you an example. In the Old Testament, amen, the Bible said, Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. Amen. Amen. In a home then and in a home now, praise God, my wife sets up my home. I, all the furniture, all the decor on the, on the walls, whatever, she sets it up. She, she sets it up, she does it. I, I have nothing to do with it. She does the home. And with Lot, it was the same way. When Lot went to pitch his tent, praise God, There was something, I believe, in Lot's wife that had a desire for Sodom. And when he or her pitched that tent towards Sodom, they set it up. Every day they flapped that flap back on that tent. They looked towards Sodom. We want to go to Sodom. We want to move to Sodom. If Lot would have been the man that he should have been, he would have stood up and said, no, we are not going down to Sodom. As for me and my house, we're going to sow the Lord. This isn't the kind of place that we ought to be. But he didn't. He didn't stand up to it. And he took his wife and he took his daughters down to Sodom. And it was not long that in Sodom, A couple of his daughters met their men, and they had children. And it was not long until the angel of the Lord come by and said, Come on, Sodom, or come on, Lot, get out of Sodom. And Lot went to his son-in-laws. You can read it in Genesis. And it says his son-in-laws made fun of him because he would not take a stand. They mocked him. You do not take a stand. If Lot would have taken a stand and never went down to Sodom, you know, some people say, and I know the Bible says, remember Lot's wife. Praise God. And, 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 but I want to tell you something. My heart goes with Lot's wife to a degree because which grandma would there be that would be on their way out of Sodom knowing that fire and brimstone was coming down on her grandkids and not wanting to turn around? Praise God. But it would have all been avoided if Lot would have took a stand and said, We're not moving to Sodom. What kind of story would it be if Lot would have said, We're not going down to Sodom. We're not going down there, praise God. That city is wicked, and I don't want my children affected by it. I'm telling you tonight, it is the responsibility of the men of their homes, praise God. And as men, we can't stand up, amen, and claim, amen, our responsibility. We have to show it by example, praise the Lord. We have to show it by love. The husband is to channel to the wife. amen the washing of the Holy Ghost praise God letting the Holy Ghost you see because the wife receives from God through the man as Christ is taking care of the church it is the man that takes care of the wife you ought to pray for your wives I know I pray for mine she'll go away and I'll pray Lord Help her, Lord. Be with her. Do not let her get into an accident. You need to pray for your wives. You need to talk to God for your wives because that is where God allows the Holy Ghost to come in and wash with the word. Praise God. Amen. The best way for her to understand and accept. Amen. is for her to understand that you love her and care for her as a husband. Praise the Lord. Show her that love. You know, at first, it may not go that well. There may be a division. But if you just keep praying, and you just keep loving, and you just keep working, if a husband is saved and a wife isn't, if, she, if he would just keep going to church, if he just keep loving God, if he would just keep walking with God, if he would just keep praying, if he would just keep doing the things he needed to do, God would work through him, praise God. But sometimes God can't get to her because he has to deal with him if we don't do it properly. 1 Peter 3 and 7 says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife, as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life. Because look what he says here. He says, praise God, that your prayers be not hindered. A man's prayers, amen, when a man is not right with his wife, his prayers are not being heard. God is not going to hear his prayers, praise God. God's not going to come and do for him What he needs to do. Let's all stand. Praise God. The head of the house. The head of the house. You know, I've heard it before and you hear it still. How this scripture sometimes can be so messed up. Praise God. But God, amen, gave us an order. Praise God. I'm going to sing a special tonight. Is that all right? I got my foot on the rock And my mind's made up Though I walk through the lonely valley And I drink from the bitter cup Come on up! Though the devil comes around Showing me an easy way I stand right square on my feet I raise my head in the air. I look him straight in the eyes. I said, My foot's on the